Hi, I'm Jay John. Welcome to God With Us, my daily Advent reflections to inspire and encourage you this Christmas time. The Shepherds, part one. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. Luke chapter 2, verse 8. After centuries of expectation, the long-promised Messiah is born, and high in the night skies an angel appears and the glory of the Lord shines out. It must have been awesomely, dazzlingly impressive. Then something occurs that is without precedent in Scripture. The heavenly host appears, an entire army of angels. It is God's way of making the point that, for all the obscurity and apparent insignificance of the baby in the stable, what has happened is extraordinarily significant. Shepherds were pretty close to the bottom of the Jewish social pyramid, yet it is to them that the angel speaks. The heavens reveal their dazzling glory, not to the high priest, not to Herod, not to Quirinius, but to shepherds, whose job meant that they rarely made it to the synagogue. These were working men at work, keeping watch over their flocks. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. It is a sign not of glory, but of poverty, a sign of the sort of Messiah this is. The obvious place for angels to appear is five miles away, in the magnificent Jerusalem temple, the very centre of the world for Jews. There, in the Holy of Holies, was the divinely approved meeting place between man and God. Yet on this night, the glory of God appears out in a farmer's fields. God is again lifting up the humble. The Gospels of both Matthew and Luke point out that outcasts and outsiders were involved. Matthew highlights the religious outsiders, the Gentiles, who honour Jesus and are honoured by God. Luke highlights the social outsiders, the poor and downtrodden. Those who were previously excluded from salvation can now rejoice. Social outcasts are included. Perhaps the most important thing is the location of this extraordinary vision of heaven. Because of this child, access to God is no longer going to be focused on one magnificent building in Jerusalem. From the death of Jesus onwards, the world will have access to God, not through sacrifices in the temple in Jerusalem, but through Jesus. Above Bethlehem, the sky rips open and the heavenly host is seen. It's a hint that one day the whole earth will be open to God's glory. Because of this baby, wherever we are, we now have access to God and his salvation, deliverances and healing. Ponder this thought. Because of Jesus, wherever we are, we now have access to God and his salvation, deliverance and healing. Let's conclude with a prayer. Lord, we praise you that because of Jesus, we have access to you and your saving, healing power. Help us to not take this for granted, but to live our lives in the freedom that Jesus has purchased for us. Amen.